Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's our weekly visit with Jay Delsing here on 101 ESPN. If you have questions for Jay, send them into the text line 65780. Jay is on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning, guys. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good to hear. Hey, I, I want to present this to you because I don't necessarily agree with all of it. But in the U.K., Dr. Roger Hawks oversaw the Golf and Health Project that was established to underscore the benefits of golf. Among its published findings was that playing golf regularly can help reduce anxiety. Uh, Not really. But it can improve confidence and boost self-esteem, all of which contribute to improved mental well-being. According to Dr. Hawks, former chief medical officer of the European Tour, these findings played a role in government officials prioritizing the opening of golf courses. Do... Does golf, in fact, Jay Delsing, improve mental health? Oh boy, <laughs> I don't know even what the I don't know I don't know how to unpack that. I, I mean, it's, it's made heavy, me completely Randy. insane. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! I can tell At you, it, it enhanced my anxiety level. My anxiety level was it yeah. goes through the roof and, many times. And boosts boosts confidence. I never feel worse about myself than when I'm out on the golf course. <laughs> You know, we were talking about that on the show the other day, where if you could climb into a a tour player's head and get into some of the stuff that they mutter, you know, because the ball so seldom goes where you want it to go. When it does, it's almost like a miracle. I, I don't I think the guy's a little off base over there. And not only that, you have no one else to blame in football. If you're a quarterback, you can blame your receiver for dropping a ball or someone for messing up the route or the protections wrong. In golf, you only have yourself to yeah, blame. So I don't know how that can produce problem. anxiety. Yeah. That is a real problem. But you know what, guys? We ne- I've never had philosophical differences <laughs> no. when I played golf. I can tell you that right now. Oh, bro. I do because I want to be good and my body won't allow me to. So that's the philosophical difference. <laughs> well, and the, the biggest problem is in Jay, especially as a professional, dealing with the fact that you can be so good one day and so bad the next is the most frustrating aspect of the game. Randy, I mean, 100%. Even on tour, if you'll look at guys, if you'll see a guy go 63-74, and you're like, he was 11, there's only 18 holes. He was 11 shots worse the next day. It, it's mind-blowing, but it is, um, it, is, it is ridiculous. But, guys, did you get to hear uh, about how much money we raised at the Ascension Charity Classic this year? I'm not sure if Danny told you, but... Oh, right about $800,000 in our inaugural year uh, uh, Ascension announced on Wednesday. I just couldn't be prouder. It's amazing. And all of that money going to local charities, it's all about North County. And the projection was about two hundred grand, right? And they, they quadrupled that? 
Yeah, they did. And, and the, the Ascension guys are just unbelievable because they, they, they do so much right. They're already talking about different things for next year and, and um, uh, announcements on how to make it better. And when you got to see those charities, you guys walk up there and receive these checks, it really hit me like, damn, this golf is just – it's a societal powerhouse. It makes everybody crazy to play. And maybe when the round's over, that's why they want to donate so much money because they're glad it's over. But it, it, it was phenomenal to see. And, um, and that's just year one. Yeah, and congratulations to Nick Ragone and everyone over mm-hmm. at Ascension. They did an unbelievable job. Well, Jay, we've asked people for questions for you today because you're a wealth of golf knowledge and a lot of people want to learn about the game and or how to get better. So we have some questions for you. I hope that's okay. Oh, yeah. All right, here's question number one. (laughs) Okay, question number one, Jay, from the 314. Dear Jay, I'm on a budget, and I picked up golf recreationally. I would like to play better. Is there anywhere that you can recommend for cheap lessons that will also be effective? Yeah, go to Pro-Am Golf. Pro-Am Golf on Brentwood Boulevard. They are fantastic. And for anybody out there that doesn't want to pay $600 for drivers, they have – a tremendous inventory of slightly used stuff. In Tom DeGrand, they've got all of the um, the flight scopes, the launch monitors, the GC quad. Uh, they've got a simulator over there. It and he is not expensive. So, um, uh, Pro-Am Golf Centers on Brentwood for sure. Jay, this one is from the 618. It says, hi, Jay, I've been struggling hitting off of downhill lies. I'm often flaring it off to the right. Any insight to help get through the ball better and get it started on the right line? So he's, uh, he's working from a downhill lie. How should he set up? So you've got to match your shoulders. Man, I, I've just been on all these terrible lies before, so that's why I, I know these answers. You, <laughs> what, one, of the key, one of the keys on these downhill lies is you've got to get your shoulders you guys to kind of match the terrain. And so it's really hard a downhill life for a right-handed golfer. You got to get your front shoulder lower than your, your back shoulder, or else you're going to just try to manipulate the club in there to try to get the ball hit. So get your shoulders to match the terrain and then your arms will naturally swing on that plane. And it makes it so much easier. Okay, Jay, we need you to put your white wig on. We need a judgment on this one. From the 636, my golf buds want to have the leaf roll apply everywhere. I insist it's only invoked when your ball is in leaves on the fairway. Do I need to find some new golf buddies? Oh, without question. But I will say this, that I miss my dad every single day. When my dad was alive, he would invoke the leaf rule starting about June. If there were two leaves on the ground, he'd be like, son, I can't find my ball. I'm like, I know, Dad, there's leaves everywhere. Go ahead and drop one. I, I think you, you can get some players that, that, that run a little uh, uh, beyond the lines when they're looking for, for leaf rule, for uh, relief from the lost ball you know, right on the edge of the woods or something like that. It sounds like that's what that guy's friends are doing. I was talking to some guys in the golf industry who were telling me that yellow balls sit on the shelves all summer long, and then when fall hits and all the yellow leaves start falling, people start buying yellow balls. They said, come on, this isn't what it's about. This is this is white ball time. Yellow ball time is during the summer. I know. I don't see the yellow ball better, Randy. I mean, I know my eyes are incredibly old and tired, but damn, I just don't see it better. I do. But at this time of year, I can't pick it out from a leaf. I, there are no white leaves. I'm, I'm playing white balls all the time this time of year. That's like the guy that plays the white ball when it snows. And, you know, there are crazies <laughs> out there that play golf and it snows. I mean, it, it, they've, got, they've got these 
these tournaments and frozen golf courses and stuff. It's hysterical. I'm like, I don't know where that ball went. No way. All right, Jay, what do you have coming up on your show on Sunday morning? I've got John Lester, uh, who was just fantastic. Uh, just what a great guy. I, I had forgotten you guys about his his bouts with cancer when he was just coming up to the bigs. And uh, he talked a lot about some of the mental stuff that Bob Tewksbury created for him to be sharper mentally when he was pitching. And so I love that side of the game because it all fits in with being a nutbag from playing so much <laughs> golf and being a mental, you know, midget. So I love the mental side of it. So John Lester's a guest this week, and he was really fun. That'll be great. Looking forward to that. Sunday morning, 9 a.m. golf with Jay Delsing. Always good to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. You guys too. Love the show.